You're listening to Rewire Your Work. I'm your host, Heather Love, and I'm a subconscious mindset coach, a spiritual and integrative life coach, and a certified hypnotist who is obsessed with learning about how the brain works, why we do what we do, how to rewire the subconscious mind, and creating new and fun ways to regulate the nervous system. You're in the right place if you're ready to change your perception of worthiness, find your self-confidence, overcome your fears, step into your truth, and fall madly in love with your life. Welcome to this magical adventure where I'll help you learn the tools you need to rewire your neural pathways and step into your power with radiance and courage. So grab your headphones, get comfy, and let's get started. Hi, friends. Welcome back to another episode of Rewire Your Worth. Happy New Year. First episode of 2024. Can you believe that it's the new year? I'm recording this on January 1st, so the excitement of new beginnings is so real. I've mentioned before that I hate the word resolution, but I definitely have goals and things I want to accomplish this year, and the energy just feels different and more alive to me than it's been for a while. So I am really stepping into that. With the new year, I have officially ended my social media detox that honestly lasted longer than I thought it would. But while it may have not been the best business decision, it was the best decision I could have made for my soul. I feel more like myself than I have in a very, very, very long time. So today, we're going to unpack some of the most potent lessons that I learned in my seven weeks off social media because they're going to be relevant to you too. So get yourself a warm beverage and let's get started. I won't go into all the reasons for my time away from social media on this episode, but if you want the full explanation, you can go listen to the episode called Your Brain on Social Media. But it was something I was really feeling called to do, and without question, I could have definitely learned all of these things at some point in some way. But I really believe that this was the way that was meant for me to do it. I think of it kind of like when you open up the Maps app on your phone and it always gives you alternate routes to get to the same place. Some might have tolls, some might be more scenic, some might have construction, but ultimately you get to decide which route you want to take. And for me, the fastest way for me to get where I wanted to go was on the road with no social media. So the first lesson I learned was to create space to be creative and to stop filling all of my time doing something else. Essentially, in the beginning, it took me a little time to get the hang of not spending so much time scrolling. So I immediately started trading one vice for another. In my seven weeks off social, I read six books or seven books. Now I can't remember, which is fine. But three of those were in the first week. 
So my intention for taking time away from all the apps was to spend more time focusing what exactly I wanted for my business. But my natural instinct was to take all the time I was spending on social and go find something else to distract me from my goals. I feel like so many people can relate to this because even if it's not a business-related goal, if you think of going to work out or do some paperwork that you don't want to do, instead of just doing the thing, you will decide that that's a good time to clean your house or sort your clothes for what could be donated or to give the dog a bath. It's amazing how we play tricks on ourselves to get out of what we say that we want. Anyway, so after I read three books in the first week, I was like, oh, that's probably not exactly how I should be spending my time. So I read less the next week, but then I decided to play all of these games on my phone that I hadn't touched in months. Looking back, it's all just so funny to me, but at the time, I honestly didn't even realize I was doing it. But then I got that weekly report of how much time I was spending on different apps, and I was spending hours a day playing games. So it was time to have a heart-to-heart with myself about what the hell I was actually doing. After that, I got much better. I still read because I love reading and I still played the games on my phone because they were fun, but I really made space to just be creative and be present so that I would be open to ideas. When we keep our minds so busy with things, that doesn't allow the space for us to receive guidance from the universe on whatever it is that we're wondering about. It's so important to slow down and just let whatever wants to come through, come through. So then I got back into my art journaling, which I love so much. And I also picked up painting, which I'm not good at, but it's fun. And I love trying new things. For me, when I'm making something, I am more tuned in than any other time. My thoughts and time seem to stand still and all the chatter of the world falls away. And it's just, it's really my favorite place to be. The next lesson is that I had to learn how to stop worrying about the how. I did an episode on this recently because it was on my heart, but what got me thinking about it was that I was reading a book and the author said something like, If money wasn't an issue and you were guaranteed a million dollars in your bank account every month, what else would you want? So if I had a genie and he would grant me anything I wanted, if I could just tell him what it was, what would it be? And you know what? When it came to my business, I honestly had no freaking idea. It was like someone asked me the biggest brain teaser question of all time. I was so stumped. And that's when I knew that was the reason that I felt so stuck in my business. If I wasn't clear on what I wanted, how the heck was the universe supposed to give it to me? So I sat with that for days and I allowed myself to dream big and I just 
observed what came up. It was honestly the most fun I'd had in my business all year to just sit in the realm of possibility and not worry about how any of it was going to happen. To just try all of it on like I would in a fitting room at the store and see how it felt when I walked that through into the future. And that's when I really went down the rabbit hole of Joe Dispenza, who I've been aware of for years, but his book, Breaking the Habit of Being Yourself, has been instrumental in changing how I look at absolutely everything over these last several weeks. There's so much research on shifting the energy of who you're being, and then the universe will rearrange its energy to match you, that it has seriously changed my life. I literally giggle when I think about it because it's so exciting to me. Lesson three is to give your ideas time to marinate and welcome every thought that comes to you, even the ones that seem crazy. When I worked in corporate, we used to have these brainstorming sessions for various projects. And the only rule was that there were no stupid ideas. So I kind of took that same approach when I was thinking about what I wanted or even just ideas that I had about things. I disregarded absolutely nothing. Every thought and idea was just as valid as the next one. I created so many Google Docs and notes in my phone during this time, but the ideas and messages had really started to pour in and I didn't want to lose any of them. And I revisited them often and let myself just sit with how each one felt. I have an emotional authority in human design, which means that I need to ride the wave of emotion for any big decision. So for me, that's usually about 72 hours. And then after that time, I get to a neutral place where I can be clear-headed about something. So I just let all the ideas sit there and I felt into if they felt right for me right now. This was such a fun time for me because for most of 2023, I felt like I wasn't connected to something bigger than me and that I had no good ideas and everything just felt stale and like it had already been done. So to be in this space where I was getting so many ideas was so exciting and felt really playful, which was really nice. Okay, lesson four is remember how you want to feel not just what you want to accomplish. This was a big one for me because there was a time that this was one of my mantras and I honestly had gotten so wrapped up in how much money I was making, how many clients I had, how many listeners on the podcast or followers on social that I had forgotten that my main goal when I started this business was to always keep it fun and interesting. I wanted to feel inspired and in a state of awe at the world around me. And while I began to feel it shifting away from me, I kept thinking that I could get it back. But that ended up not being the case until I took this time away so I could just be with myself and my feelings. And what I remembered was that when my main goal was to have fun and not about the money or the followers, that's when my business felt light and I had energy and all of it was exciting and playful. So 
while this wasn't some brand new idea that I'd never had before, it was an important lesson because somewhere along the way, my main goal of feeling good got swept under the rug and was replaced with numbers and end results, which made me feel awful. And this actually wasn't just in business either. When I was at my healthiest, it's because I made my meals into a game. I had the best music during my workouts. I talked to myself in the most positive and supportive way. It was fun. And when I stopped having fun is when I stopped taking care of myself. So this relates to all parts of life. It's about how you feel, not what the bank account says or what the number is on the scale. Decide how you want to feel and then go do things that help you feel that way. Lesson five was a huge one for me. Realize that you already have the knowledge and strategy to do everything you want to do, and now it's time to take action. I have spent much of the last two and a half years getting some kind of certification or being in a class or a program. And while I don't regret any of it, what I realized during these seven weeks was that if I never take another class, I have everything I need to run a very successful and lucrative business. When I went into my subconscious beliefs, I realized that there was a part of me that felt like I still didn't know enough for people to trust me or want to work with me, which of course is silly because I have lots of proof that people trust me and I've had clients, so it's not like that was even a thing. But the way our minds work can be so sneaky. And so I just kept feeling like if I learned more about whatever it was that was interesting to me at the time, then I would be successful. Like I said, I regret none of the money I spent on programs or certifications. For me at that time, those were the right decisions for me. I spend time learning because I love to spend time learning. It really lights me up. The real lesson here is that I don't need any of that. I have literally spent thousands of hours attending classes, listening to lectures and podcasts, reading books, practicing my skills on other humans, and researching that if I didn't spend one more minute doing any of that ever again, I still have more knowledge in these areas than a lot of people. What's important for me to do now is to take action on everything I've learned to get out of my own head and actually spread the wisdom that I have so that others can learn from me. The amount of time I spent in 2023 thinking and rethinking programs and social posts and what to say, what not to say, what to do or how to do it is absolutely insane. So moving forward, it's about taking imperfect action. I will definitely mess up and I will definitely make mistakes, but I absolutely have to get out of my head and actually start doing something because that's the best way for me to learn. Yes, I love the mentors I've had and the books I've read. And in reality, I'll never stop going to programs and reading, but feeling the sense of confidence that I already know what I need to know and now I just need to move has been a game changer for me. The next lesson was another big one for me. My business 
isn't about me. It's about you. This one maybe sounds obvious, but when you've spent your whole life working for someone else and every meeting was about how to make more money or the company's reputation or how to be more visible, this one was not really all that obvious to me at all. It's only in this time away from social that it smacked me in the face. I've spent almost all of my time since I started this business in September of 2021, looking at it from the perspective of some egocentric corporation. One of the things that always bugged me the most when I worked in big pharma was that they didn't actually care about their patients. They just wanted you to believe that they did. And while I'm not going to say that my coaching business was quite to that extreme, I did start to realize that my priorities were completely in the wrong place. Like I said before, it was about the numbers, the money, the reach. But the truth is that if I'm not impacting people's lives and helping them live on purpose and giving them value every day, then none of that other shit matters. I always say that I can sense someone's true intentions from a mile away, and yet here I was, in a way, not being honest about my intentions. I wasn't being dishonest on purpose, of course. I just think my priorities were a little jumbled. Of course I want to make money, don't we all? But that was 100% not the reason I started this business. I started this business because I knew how it felt to feel like your life was boring and you felt stuck and exhausted and like your only purpose in life was to try to live up to other people's expectations. I wanted more for every single person on this planet. That's why I started. And then in the noise of it all, I just forgot. It wasn't that I didn't care care about the people and them living their best lives and understanding that they're not broken and there's nothing wrong with them. But I forgot the reasons for me wanting to get out from under someone else's thumb so that I could do what I felt was right. I wanted to do business differently, but because I didn't know how to do that, my default was to focus on what I had always known or what people told me to focus on. And I'm happy to say that this was one wake-up call that I so desperately needed and I'm so grateful to have learned. Okay, the last one for this episode, lesson seven, believing in yourself is a decision you make every moment of every day. The reason this was such an important lesson for me to learn is because I think like many of us, I was doing it backwards. I was waiting for some kind of external validation to prove to me that I was worthy of having what I wanted. Again, this wasn't always. There was a time that I knew it had to come from within first, but it was, again, just something that had kind of slipped away from me towards the end of 2022, but really in all of 2023. And then in October of 2023, I hired a coach, and that's when the wheels really started turning for me. I hired her to help me with an aspect of my business, but it turned into so much more than that because she talked all the time about believing when you don't have proof. 
I had heard her say this before, but when we were working in a one-on-one capacity is when I had major breakthroughs with it. I very much had become someone that needed to see it in order to believe it instead of the other way around and believing first and then letting it show up for me. And this is also something that Joe Dispenza talks about, which is another reason that it's all clicking for me. So I wasn't consciously looking for external validation or proof that I could have what I wanted or that I was worthy of having it, but it was just kind of a byproduct of how I was approaching everything. I was letting outside circumstances determine how I felt about myself instead of making a decision about how I wanted to feel and then taking inspired action towards that thing and allowing it to show up. So this kind of goes along with what I talked about before, but with this one, the main thing I want you to take away is that it really is a decision that you're cultivating this feeling from the inside and you're not letting the world tell you how to feel. And making that decision is a constant one. There are some times when I swear that I'm making a decision to believe in myself every 60 seconds. The world is a noisy place and doubt can creep in so fast, especially if we've spent so much of our lives telling ourselves that we don't deserve good things in life or that we should just be better or we're comparing ourselves to others. Sometimes believing in ourselves can feel really hard. But that's when it's super important to double down on it and not accept all the crap that comes up. Sometimes I'll tell myself that those unhelpful thoughts are how the old Heather would think, but that this new version of me doesn't have room for those because she has better and more important shit to think about. When I think about the person I'm becoming instead of the person I've been, it helps me to refocus in a way that is super supportive. It has changed everything for me, and I know it will for you too. That's what I have for you today, my friends. That was really fun to think through what I learned while I was on this social media detox. And I know a lot of it was business related because that was really my main goal for taking a break from social, but I honestly got clarity around so many other areas of my life at the same time. And I'm so excited to take this momentum and keep going. I didn't know I needed this as much as I did. So it's a reminder to you that when you get a nudge to do something, whatever that is, to follow it because there is some magic waiting on the other side. If you loved this episode, please share it with a friend. I know these lessons are going to help so many people. So if you can help me get the word out, I would be so grateful to you. Feel free to DM me on Instagram now that I'm back on there and tell me what your favorite lesson was today. Until next time, thank you for listening. I love you so much. And remember that you're worthy of living the life of your dreams.